Hello and welcome to episode two of the Peanut Gallery podcast with Emily and Tegan. We are back. Yeah, we're so excited to be back with you guys this week. Um, You guys gave us so much love about our first episode, so we're excited to continue doing this. Yes. Also, I went and got new equipment, Um, new equipment, new computer. Everything is upgraded, baby. It was a bit of a hit to the bank, but it's so fucking worth it because the quality is my main thing. I want Mm -hmm. it to be so quality for you guys. And yeah, Yeah, I hope you guys noticed the audio is way better. Um, We got new mics, new mic stands, stuff like that. So now our hands are free. We can do a whole bunch of different segments for you guys now. So yeah, we can do eating things. We can do eating things. <laughs> we can do challenges, guests, all, all that type of stuff. And we're no longer working with like the crappy stuff we had before that I kind of got as makeshift because I needed to be able to afford this stuff. But we've afforded it and we've made it happen. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we're back at it. I know a few people probably thought we would never do this again. No, probably not. Um. The second week for us, though, two weeks in a row. I do feel like praise God, baby. Praise, praise God, baby. <laughs> we are on a Theo Von kick right now. Like so bad. He is absolutely. I'm obsessed. Like I literally feel like a teenager, and I'm like yes. obsessed with him. Like actually, this is how I felt with like Justin Bieber when I was 13. <laughs> it's like <laughs> no, Theo literally, Von. but it's Theo Von. That mullet just does something to me. Yeah, praise God. But I can't say I'm saying praise God, baby. <laughs> praise God, daddy. <laughs> right. But yeah, so we're back, and we have some new um segments for you guys and we've asked you guys to send us in questions which we'll kind of tap into a little bit later down the down the episode yeah. answer some of your guys's questions talk about some of the things you guys wanted to hear from us mm-hmm. and hopefully you stick around yeah because i love talking about myself so yeah i don't see why keep you wouldn't questions rolling too if you guys have any questions that you guys just want to send us like ever we'll just keep yeah and on the sp- we'll if you're on spotify we'll leave a little question and you can leave us questions there as well on spotify oh i didn't know that or in that the comments then in youtube all that type of stuff do that um we're available everywhere now so not just spotify not just youtube not just apple music we are available every single where you get your podcast so i didn't even know that i know surprise she does all the technical stuff shout out um emily because she does all the editing i pretty much just show up and be funny and be pretty pretty. (laughs) no um you do help though like in so many i would have never been able to come up with the designs and like the art behind it and that's gonna be yeah our creative um potential is definitely skyrocketed together i think it's cool because i'm very technical i think i'm very like i can like learn audio honestly i would or i probably shouldn't say that but i would probably be very sad we'll say if i had to do the editing because that stuff makes me rage i think that that's i'd way more rather take care of like the art stuff i have more (laughs) patience with technological stuff i think it's because i did social media management for some some people that's probably why and i have like the willpower to live when i'm doing it and i know some people just can't like i, I know no i hate it i'd way rather help you with everything else like the artistic yeah. and that's what i need like i can't get myself to sit down and do something i can but i have to be kind of manic to yeah. do it i have to be a little bit in a manic yeah. moment. yeah and i feel like it's it's actually crazy because i wanted to be a tattoo artist when i was like in middle school so i've always been really good at taking people's ideas out of their brains putting and putting paper. it on paper so she'll call me and be like, I have this idea. And like, I just want to do this and this and this. And I'll be like, all right, cool. Like, I got you. And we'll I put it literally did it the other night. I have this project I'm working on. You guys will see soon. I'm kind of doing like a cinematic film type of thing with um, poetry that I've written. And it'll come out. I don't want to give too much out. But I have a very specific vision in mind. And I wanted to think about like filter and like how it's going to come across. So she gave me a color board and it was exactly what I was thinking of. So, yeah, I just I don't know. I just I can yeah. literally take the vision out of people's brains. It's so cool. It's so cool. But um, so I'm glad I can 
lend and that like hand. The logo you see for our merch, and you've sh- I'm sure you've seen it somewhere. I think we've posted yeah. it somewhere with the two we peanuts. We kind of are a little confusing on our logo. <laughs> it's a little different everywhere you look at it, but yeah. it's the same message. Like, both it's of us looking cute and funny. And We're hot, peanut gallery. And it's a peanut gallery. So, it's all you if you see know. our faces, you know you're on the right thing. I think that... Um, I'm going to definitely use the one with the two peanuts as merch. I think that will be good That'll for be us. That'll be so cute. Little I actually t-shirts. have so many merch ideas. It's like exploding out of my brain. It, it's hurting my brain. So, and I'm um, you know, probably in a couple months, we'll probably think about that. Like but. mugs and shirts and hoodies and hats and yeah, like socks. Oh I want like God. some fire hoodies so for cute. sure. And I want it to be thick. Like I want it to feel like essential, but yeah. be like a peanut gallery. Yeah, like for, for sure. Um, I want to get into and affordable and sustainable and all that. So it's and affordable take and sustainable time. and not made in China unless it's affordable and sustainable. Unless if you guys ban if you guys ban TikTok, I will be getting all of my things manufactured in China. Thanks. <laughs> um, let's do a recap of our week. What did you do this week? Um, I know what the, I this week, week my daughter's grandma turned seventy eight. Um oh. and yeah, it was so emotional. She had us so this lady, okay, she just loves feeling loved. Like she's just one of those people who just wants everybody to just you know love whatever. <laughs> but so she had us all it's it's like it had to be like twenty five of us. She had us all go around and be filmed and like talking about why we're grateful for her. Like it was her idea, but it's funny. We all did it anyway. And then my boyfriend started crying while doing his video. So then I'm boohoo crying. When a man cries. Yeah. So then I'm boohoo crying and they're like, your turn. And I was like, literally, they have a video of me sobbing, talking about how grateful I am for this woman. But that's really all I did this week that was out of the house. I just spent a lot of time with my baby and I hate watching people age. I think that like watching grandmothers age. Yeah, especially because it's his, it's his mom. Like, so like imagine your mom being 78, like. Well, like, so my man has just an older mom, too. And I think it's, like, been shocking for him to, like, realize how old she's getting. Yeah. And, like, for me, my grandma's getting older. And that's been weird for me. Like, I have always pictured her as, like, this, like, plump, beautiful gay woman. <laughs> and now she's, like, this very brittle old lady. Yeah. And it's, it's really, really hard, hard to watch because she was just, like, very similar to my mom. Super cool to just watch exist. And now she's just kind of a brittle old lady. Yeah. But I love her still. <laughs> I love you even when you're brittle. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so that was really all I did this week. It was a little emotionally taxing. <laughs> I, was- I had an emotionally taxing weekend because my brother, Shaquan, he's my best friend that lived with me when we were younger. We call each other brother and sister. Called mm-hmm. me up on his birthday. Did I tell you this yet? Um, No, I don't think so. You can go ahead. Called me up on his birthday. And he says <laughs> to me, every year he says something to me about, what you trying to do for me for my birthday? Of like, course. Whatever. And Shaquan calls me up, ringling. Hey, Shaquan, what's up? birthday's tomorrow sis i'm like you already know what that means i'm like what the fuck do you want from me what do you want me to do for you <laughs> and he's like you know i want to start my birthday off right right yeah, we'll have him on the podcast so you can hear how he talks he's a man so you know what that means yes and i'll have him on the podcast because he's hilarious and like when you hear how he talks he sounds like he's like 70 from louisiana and he is not either of those things no, he's younger than us but he has New just York. this like boiled peanut sounding voice <laughs> like he he's bubblegum yes and so he says all that and i'm like what do you want he's like i'm trying to start it off right you know like i, w- I want this girl to come over and i'm like so you want me to go get her he's like yeah i'm like send me the address we'll see 
I'm Let like, there's guess. no way I'm doing this for him. Like, by the way, I will probably say sure and then be like, here's an excuse on why I can't do that because I right. do that quite frequently. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, actually, I got to go get this person. So, mm, But I was like, it is his birthday. Last right. year, he bailed my mother out of jail on his birthday for me. So you, I owe him, owe you owe him a good birthday. Yeah, so I was sure. like, you know what? I'm going to get you a little cootie cap for your birthday. Why not? Sends me the address an hour and a half away. Hmm. Sir? I don't are know. you having me go to a different zip code for some coot? I don't know any coochie that 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 is that good. Personally, like, I don't even think my coochie's that good. Well, so I'm just I, kidding. That's a lie. <laughs> I would travel countries for my. <laughs> but so he's yeah. like, can you please like oh, my tires don't work, whatever. So we go get this girl. I'm like, fine. I finally cave. I tell him to call other people and like find the best bidder because I am not willing to do it before ten o'clock. Right. But so he calls everyone he knows. Allegedly in Minecraft, <laughs> and he's like, calls me, calls me back. And he's like, oh, I'm not even going to lie. No one can get her. So, like, I need you to get her. And I'm like, show me a picture of this girl so I know what we're doing is worth it. Whatever. Like, because if I don't think the coochie's worth it, I'm not going. Yeah. You know, and I asked him, does she have kids? Not because I'm against anyone with kids. Because I want to know if this girl's about to get pregnant with my brother. Because I need to know if he's ready. And not only that, am I helping you neglect your children by taking you out of the house? Am I helping this situation here? Are you away from your babies? So I'm just like assisted neglect. Yeah, I'm not trying to go to jail. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was just like, he's like, no, she said she doesn't have any kids. Wild. Claim. As she says. turns out, she has two. <gasps> that's crazy because I just said as she says, but I didn't actually think she would. Well, so we get her and an hour away, I pull up. Hi, girl. You were supposed to be ready once we got here. She's not ready once we get there. We wait for 20 minutes for her to come out. You knew I was coming for an hour and a half. You knew I was coming for an hour and a half. And you knew someone else was coming to get you. And it wasn't him that you were having yeah. weight. Like, it's his sister or whatever. Right. And so she comes outside, and she has bunny ears on. And I'm like, cute. Please describe these cute. bunny ears to me. Were they like Our get ready with headband? Yeah, headband. And I was like, oh. purr, but very Almost innocent camp. vibes. I'm like, are you super innocent? Because she came out with like six bags. And I'm like, you thought you were staying the week. So I'm like, she's really trying to get away from those two kids. Oh, but she didn't say she had two kids yet. Well, you guys wouldn't know that. We but in the back no of her brain, she's, she's like, like, I'm out. She's Mommy like, grandma's got them for the weekend. The grandma is the baby. She gets in the car and she starts talking and everything's kind of cool from the start. I'm like, hi. She's like, hi. Just like normal girl interaction when you first meet someone. Like, you're hey. just nice. Five minutes in, she's like, I've never met someone out here that's nice. And I'm like, where are you from? She's like, Sacramento. I'm like, so you're not even from here. And the first thing you do is mess with Shaquan. Per, I love Shaquan for it. She starts talking about how she potentially may have to go to Washington, D.C. in August. I'm thinking Lincoln Monument. So fun. Right. Maybe you go see the White House. Maybe Ooh. do a protest. Just sentencing in the capital of the United States for two counts of attempted murder for both of her baby dads that she didn't tell us she had and shot up his mother's house. Both the babies don't live with her. I, I said, you know what, Shaquan? You really know how to pick them. You really know how to pick them. I just... Because now all my fears of you getting this girl p- pregnant, potentially, she will kill you. She will shoot you. Yeah, and you're way too much of a, of a player, dude. Of <laughs> a player, dude. <laughs> well, I, I, <laughs> I was going to say, like... I was gonna say I was gonna say like womanizer but then that was like 
Well, so he takes That's her home weird. at 5 a.m. I could tell the whole ride that he was not feeling it. Because she was, like, talking about how at McDonald's. Well, we already went. She, she, we already she, spent three hours of her life. Sorry, but you're seeing I'm this one fucking. through, my boy. <laughs> I'm fucking. He's like, she's talking about how she cursed out this lady at McDonald's for doing her order wrong. And, like, threatened to fight her behind the counter. Flipping out like a psychopath. And the thing. And I'm like, into her. She's, like, bragging. That was exactly You're thinking to yourself. This girl is going to kill us she both. She thinks that I'm so cool. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you need to be. Do we have oh, an eject the word, button? The word I forgot last time was institutionalized. I said it and you told me it was the wrong word. Oh, I thought you said. Maybe. I said inseminate first. You did. really wrong. Oh. Oopsie. Inseminate is like putting a little bit of sperm. Making a little zygote. Making a little zygote for my little YouTube fetals. listeners. Got to keep it pretty PG because we were demonetized. <laughs> Demonetize on we the came first in hard. video. <laughs> right on, dude. <laughs> Neither, bro. But then she's telling us that. Um, <laughs> Tears my eyes. You know, she has that sentencing. She didn't really want to tell me How? why, but she told him in the back seat. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Two counts of attempted murder. <laughs> straight, uh, and straight I'm like flexing because when she said she <laughs> had sentencing, she's like. <laughs> I was like, I'm Who thinking like know maybe facing 15 years, facing life, <laughs> life in what prison? I'm like, okay. Because I'm not a bitch. But my thought is like, I thought maybe like some sort of traffic court because I've had a warrant out for my arrest for aggravated harassment because I threatened to beat someone up, but not because I threatened to kill someone or shot up somebody's mom's house. That is crazy. that's pretty vile. That is crazy. That's and you know what I think it is. Um, She's from Sacramento. It's the West Coasters, man. <laughs> Sacramento is California, right? Oh, yeah. But her story kept changing, too. much too. salt water. I just was, like, feeling really weird because she said she was born in Mexico, and then she was born in Sacramento, and then she was born in Louisiana. And I'm like, are you from Mars? You're not from the United States. Mm-mm. You're not from Earth. You are from Mars. Yeah, North America is not... That is so weird I to just me. never met someone well, like her it's, before. Yeah, I know, because I've met people who lie for no reason and that can be funny it can be funny so sometimes. does she have warrants or is she just saying it for cool points but i think maybe she was just trying to be cool she's like I was shot she... my baby dad do you even have kids what is your name <laughs> <laughs> what is your social security number because bitch i need to look you up and the thing is i don't know her name everyone's telling me don't talk about this story i don't care she doesn't know where i live and she doesn't know my name and it was so weird and you were in my car for an hour and then like i will never see you again because you're from sacramento mexico and louisiana yeah so i wouldn't even know where to look for you I don't Funny even know that Louisiana keeps getting brought up. I swear to God, she said Louisiana. I'm not just saying it because it's on the top of Nog. She really did say that. Oh. Maybe that's why it's on top of Nog. Oh, Louisiana and the oh yeah, States. oh and Theo Vaughn. Yeah. Wow. Just having like weird Shout parallels. Shout out to our Louisianians. Louisianians. <laughs> and West Coasters, y'all are fucking weird. <laughs> nail, nail me some crawfish. Apparently, people born in Sacramento are fucking crazy fucking she said the first week she lived in new york she cursed out a lady at mcdonald's trying to beat her up i'm like okay weird way to start it off but yeah how were you thinking you were gonna get welcomed in with open arms with she that kind energy? of brought up our conversation from last time of being nice but not kind or kind but not nice yeah um she was like y'all out here are so like mean and like not nice to people and i was like we actually are it's just like you're not understanding like you're you're at mcdonald's you messed up your order and you flipped out they're flipping out back because they don't give a shit. Like, they're not going to, like, be nice to you. No, I used to be the manager of a fast food chain. And 
bro, my DMs and GMs used to be so mad at me because I did not handle stuff the way they wanted me to. No. If you're being a bitch, like P I T C H. I was gonna spell. I was gonna say being a B, so we didn't get demonetized. But then <laughs> I. Just, a B but then I was effing. like, <laughs> if you're gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna be a B in my effing, <laughs> I'm gonna beat your effing A. <laughs> it's like those um. What is it like the Facebook post that just are a bunch of letters? This <laughs> is a bunch of letters. It's it's like, if you know, you know. <laughs> I always know them though. I do too. <laughs> it's always the one that's like, get your motherfucking ass in this house right now. Like I always. <laughs> that's always the one I think of. She's sleeping on my computer, guys. Pepper is new. back. She's like, I'm taking this actually, mom. I'm gonna sell it to the Christening. lady from Sacramento. <laughs> christening she um Back got a lot of attention shop. last episode people were loving the yeah, little peppy people love pepper she is perfect she's kind of chubby she's on a diet she was really skinny when i got her so now she's no i literally hadn't seen her in like two years and i saw her and i said why did you let your dog get so fat <laughs> her body positive i like her body i would say um, I could go actually viral. she's really unhealthy she actually, looks super unhealthy how could she even be happy in that body she's gonna get diabetes dog diabetes she's never gonna get a man she's gonna have a dog stroke <laughs> like, just a stroke <laughs> she needs to hit the gym do some h-i-i-t i want to talk about our pet peeves of the week um i want to do one each but i know i'm gonna have to cut myself short because i have about 100 you can do one go ahead I think that now we're talking about my dog. One of my biggest pet peeves is when people do come over and are mean to my fucking dog. Like, this isn't her land to live in. I had this one friend that would come over to my house and talk about how my dog is a rat and, like, try to, like, be mean to my dog. This is her home. And She also, owns this place. And, and even if this wasn't her home, like, that's my fucking animal, it's dude. It's my child. That's mine. Yes. Like, we're going to disrespect my shit? Like, what the fuck? My like, uncle would always come over and we had always grown up with chihuahuas. And he'd be like, I'm going to cook your fucking dog. They understand. First of all, you're not giving dogs enough credit because they understand what they're saying. And that's why they try to bite you because they know you're saying some crazy shit to them. No, for real. And then our friend Jarrett, he has like a bunch of like tarantulas, lizards, like all types of shit. And some of it's kind of scary. But I would never go to his house and be like, I want to kill your spiders. Ew, Ew, this is disgusting. How can you have a spider? I want to I want to step on it. I want to smush it. that's mean as fuck that's so mean like when people are like pepper's like so ugly like why would you first of all you're lying you're wrong you're jealous because she's cute what do you want to look like her for like what do you Mm. second of all when people are like i hate small dogs because they're always mean that is essentially the same thing as saying a pit bull is always mean you just need to respect their boundaries you're clearly not respecting her boundaries no definitely not they're just a little bit more erratic but that doesn't mean they're mean necessarily um i think my pet peeve let me think for a second I talked about this one on TikTok. I made a TikTok video about it, but I'm going to talk about it again. I hate, let me not say I hate, another disclaimer. Let me not say I hate. There's a certain type of woman, I should say cis woman, who gets her vagina waxed, oh my who God, is I the to most fucking annoying person in the world. Like they Why is there such like, a flex about being bald? Well, not only just that, but doing it in the most fucking painful way possible. Nobody asked you to do that. But they act like they're like, there's like a supremacy. Like, bitch, relax. Like, and and then they always pull the line. It doesn't even hurt that bad. You know what? This is what sparked this for me. Because I already had this feeling before, but I actually saw a TikTok where this girl was questioning people on the street. She was asking cis women 
um like how often do you shave and this one fucking insufferable ass bitch she says i wax because i'm a grown woman that's uh-uh. how, and that's what she said and all i could think to myself in that moment um having a bald vagina makes you the furthest thing from a grown woman possible like literally it's essentially and you're just it's yeah. just painful like i just don't understand like i talk about this a little bit on my tiktok i think i've mentioned it twice there's this weird medieval obsession i don't even know if it's medieval it's pedophilic obsession with making a woman look as close to a minor as possible mm-hmm. men like petite tiny short long hair women. hairless no arm hair did you not want me to ever hit puberty did you want me Literally, to just like stay though. ten forever? Like just say Let's that. Let's bring it back to the eighties, man. I'm trying to go full bush. I, I want, want a full bush. Give me some George. I want George W. Down there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking George. W. I need praise Theo God. Mullet down there. <laughs> <laughs> I want a bush. I'm talking George W. <laughs> Business in the front, party in the back. Praise you know what God, I mean? Baby. Praise God, baby. <laughs> I went to get waxed with my little cousin and. Women, I don't know if you're a man watching this, but you're probably not. If you're a woman, you know, like, you can show your genitalia to your friends. You know, like, <laughs> the genitalia party. That's, um, that's peak womanhood, baby. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so I went with my little cousin, and we're only, like, three years apart. And we decided we were going to get waxed because we were both having, like, a little sneaky, freaky weekend. And we both were like, let's try this out. What's the hype of, you know, bald baby down there? Look at your... Um, you can get waxed when you have your period. It's just not recommended because you can bruise really easily if you're bleeding. Oh. Um, but you can. And my little cousin happened to be on her period. And they make you just basically change your tampon, get a fresh one put in. Well, my little cousin... Get is, a fresh one put in like the wax art person is doing it? Well, oh, weird thing is my cousin's just inherently, I guess, bad at putting them in. So it was kind of half hanging out. And so she laid down. And I, I just got done and I'm standing there kind of <laughs> like... like I felt like the Eiffel Tower. I'm like... Like, where do I go? Where do I put my hands? Where do I breathe? Because it was so bad. And she did this thing to me where she said, all right, I'm going to count till three. One, two, three, but didn't do three. She said, where do you work? And when I went to respond, she ripped it like it was some fun game for her to see. Oh, that's get sadistic. Tortured. Was sadistic. I was like, you sick bitch. Ooh, you sick BDSM. bitch. I was In like, the workplace? Am I into it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the hospital. <laughs> didn't know Take me there right now. <laughs> Jenny I can't believe I went first either because I like I think we did rock paper scissors because like I was like she'd done it before and I wanted to see what it looked like but she probably made me go first because she's a twat (laughs) (laughs) so she lays down and I'm kind of just sitting there like taking a second pants off letting it breathe (laughs) hyperventilating hyperventilating and then I see her get down and I remember she had her period but I didn't think anything of it because it's really not weird normalize having periods right like tampons are normal so it's happened the lady is like in her 50s kind of hot she is like, oh, your tampons are falling out. I'll just take that out for you. <laughs> Call the police. What the hell did you just do? That is a brave woman, though. Because she, like, I know they said to put a new one in. But, like, you don't know. Uh-uh. What if I'm extra heavy that day? But the thing that was crazy to me is, like. You're just flinging her. Where did Giovanna Plowman? And then we left. <laughs> and my little cousin was like, why did like, I don't, it, when you take them out, it feels subtly like penetration. 
She's like, I feel like I was violated. Like, it, yeah, a like, little bit, especially if she's like, oh, I'll just go ahead and do it. Like, why wouldn't you ask? Do you mind if I take out your tampon? I would have been or like, can, actually do mine. Yeah, I can do it if anything. Like, what the I just, hell? I think it was meant to be polite, but it was like a little bit weird. It was too much. Weird. She must have been doing it for like 30 years. Since she, she has. Yeah, I was going to so say. So she owns like five wax salons and oh. she is the shit at it. Right. She doesn't compress after she rips. So oh. your shit is on fire. I'm not kidding. When I say I will never get it done again, I don't care if Michael B. Jordan comes to me and says, I want you only if you wax. I'm not waxing. Sorry. See you later, Michael B. Jordan. Nope. The coochie that comes out of these pants is the coochie you get. And you will be thankful, sir. Waddling. Praise God, baby. I was waddling for a week. It was like more painful than when you have really bad razor burn for a week. And I couldn't do anything for a week. And I was like, well, the weekend's over. And now I just have this bald, weird, premature looking vagina. And it is weird. And even feeling it is like weird. It's just weird. I don't know. Like, I understand shaving or whatever. Like, I I understand because of society why you're waxing and all that before the wax brigade comes and gets me. But we are not against when you, the waxing community. It's when you take it that extra level and act like your coochie is like God sent because you right, get like you apart. have golden coochie because you go through that. Like okay, like um, but I, I do feel like <laughs> getting more into like kind of like the sex talk, a little spicy talk. I don't want to go too far. We're gonna do one that's only for audio listeners, um, because we'll get demonetized on YouTube. Yeah, for sure. We'll have to do like we're even probably gonna open a Patreon at some point, um, so you guys can get like real like extra bonus. We'll talk about ours. Yeah, I will talk about anything if I'm getting paid. I'll show you my throat. (laughs) (laughs) I'll deep throat this microphone right now. Here's my throat to the audio listeners only. (laughs) (laughs) Glug glug. (laughs) If you guys don't get Emily to a million followers, I'm killing. Sorry. Go. We're going to send her to a lab. <laughs> Double tap that like button or pepper burns in a hell of fire. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs> Ten ways we're going to kill Pepper if you don't subscribe. <laughs> Ten ways to kill Pepper. <laughs> I can't do the chills voice. I have a I have a pet peeve of mine that I realized I have the other day. Hmm. So you know when a typical white girl, like maybe one of us, or maybe even more typical of a white girl, will be like, I get gangster when I'm mad. I get so or they'll have I get like so fucking crazy or when have I'm a mad. Play ca- a playlist on their phone that's like gangster playlist. And then when they're angry at someone or they're trying to prove a point or they're like upset, they talk in AVE a little bit. And it's like yeah. you didn't do that until you were angry. Why? Hmm. No, no, no. Let's dive into no, it. No, think about it. Let's think about it. Think Why about are it. you doing think that? Hard. Is that because you associate aggression with, with black women and black people? <gasps> <gasps> and I thought about it the other day. I was just kind of sitting there my bad yeah and i was thinking about how i do know a lot of people that do that they do this thing where they're like i get gangster when i'm mad it's weird that you get gangster when you're mad because right now you sound like you're from southern california yeah you get said gangster when you're mad girl hey miss sacramento <laughs> it's like to me like imagine james charles switching into av when he's mad that's the vibe it gives me like <laughs> two seconds ago you were just yeah, telling yeah, me yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird to me that it it took 23 years for me to figure that out that it's rooted in um people thinking you know aggression related to women that are of color but i'm glad i figured it out well you know it's another thing it bothered me but i never knew why you know it's another thing that i noticed in mostly the older generation that i've noticed that they do is they'll tell a story just like this ready this would be a perfect example today i went to the store and i was asking for help and this nice young black man 
helped me out and he was so sweet and then i went to the cash register and i think i think the cashier might have been gay and anyway my shopper card wouldn't work and it's like what the fuck did their race and sexuality have to do with that story <laughs> at all shocked. i you could have just said i went to the grocery store couldn't find what i looked for i had to ask somebody and then when i cashed out my shopper's card wouldn't work you didn't have to be like <laughs> that guy's black He's gay. She's a lesbian. All of you. <laughs> and I'm a bigot. And like, I got eggs for $3.99. And those chickens were gay. Like, what? <laughs> what Organic dick fed chickens. It's almost. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they're shocked that people can be courteous. Like, there's like diversity. <laughs> and it's in, like, at all. Oh my God. You saw. A black man and a gay man at a local supermarket? Can you do that? <gasps> like, literally. In the middle of upstate New York? But they'll do it with, like, anything. Like, what do you matter? No, and I think it's that they're they shocked be that like, people are courteous when they're Or not even just that. that. Like, with. it could just be, like, anything. Like, I know a couple older people that are very good for that. Like, they'll always, always tell you the race and There's sexuality this, of somebody. This Mexican boy that I ran into at Walmart, and he told me where I needed to go because I was lost. Okay. And Good thing. did he say it in Spanish? Like, why the Good fuck thing. did you have to mention I'm like, did he shoot you in the face after? Is that why you had to tell me? I'm so confused. Are you this giving... isn't a police report. <laughs> you don't have to tell me his height, race, age, and no, literally, what year he was like, born. It just fucking blows my mind. It's so weird. <laughs> just so weird. But moving on, I feel like we've talked about race a few times Yeah, now. <laughs> and I feel like people are going to be like, okay, we get it. Like, Shut you like, up, white uh, We get it. You like black people. Like, relax. But... Love Ella. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I it's just something that is very important to me. It is important to so me. So I just end up talking about it a lot. And a lot of <laughs> and a lot of conversations do lead back to it because it needs to be brought up. Because it needs to be we are about. women who really take into account the sociology of the world. And when you look at all the sociological reasons that things happen, it always boils down to race. And that's true. It praise God, does. baby. Praise God, baby. And that's information. <laughs> We are on a Theo <laughs> kick. If you're I'm getting sorry, these none references, of these, I know. If you're getting these references, I feel bad you. using jokes that aren't mine, but that one was just no, so good. No, they're so good. <laughs> they're so, they're good. so good. Because then I get a little picture of Theo in my head, and I'm happy for a minute. Gives me a little hit. If we got him on the podcast, I don't dream even, I don't even know how we'd be able to compose ourselves. Dream. We just we, we just we stared at him like this. Say something. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, tell us one of your stories. <laughs> he always borders the line of being super uh like he could cross over to problematic, but yeah. he doesn't quite get there and it's like a perfect little edging. It's comedic edging. <laughs> yes. It's like, am I going to be offended in a second or am I going to laugh? I don't know. But I'm going to laugh. I know. Because I hate that. I, no, I don't hate it. But it's sometimes like, I hate when I'm like offended by everything. I am though. But I mean, shit. Internally, I'm not going to voice I don't always I do it every time. But like, sometimes like my boyfriend will show me a clip of something and I'll be like, that's actually really sad because like this, this and this. And he'd I be like, I just hurt. wanted to fucking show you something. Like America's Funniest Home Videos when they like, Children fall and hurt break their, their necks and break their necks. I've never. <laughs> and found everybody's that funny. like, ah, I just, I'm like, you think it's funny to abuse children? Knee slapper on that one. <laughs> you probably voted for Bush. Georgie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I don't understand uh, some people's humor, and I also hate when I find a new comedian that I love. This I felt this way with Pete Davidson for a while. I loved Pete Davidson, like obsessed, 
And then he was always at that comedic edging thing I'm talking yeah. about. He edged you, but he went over it, baby. He left and skyrocketed to the fucking other dimension. See? And then I was like, this sucks now. Who am I obsessed with? And Theo has come to the scene. Theo has come. Who else? Um, um, not Matt Pete Davidson. Sykes. No, Matt Reif. My, Matt Reif. Reif. Hate him. Stop it. Because I was just going to bring him up when you were talking about Pete Davidson. Because everybody's in love with like his Greek like face, like chiseled face. Which, okay, like objectively beautiful man and then for him to go on that podcast and be like i need a big blonde a small titty clitoris tiny titty bitch. <laughs> yeah, a big, small clitoris big titty bitch right if you got a clitoris bigger than four centimeters we get a fucking problem which what like, are you bringing a tape measure to her you line it just, up my cooter what are you doing <laughs> putting your dick next to my cooter because last both, I checked, both four inches when a man wants to have sex with you they aren't checking out your cooch no. See, I hate when men get like fine or whatever. And they think and they're they somebody. Think they're the bad bitch. Like it's crazy. They really want to be bad bitches so bad. What is that word? Uh, Metrosexual. I'm a big misandrist. Me too. I'm a man hater. Because all the things we're saying about men, if it were to say, <laughs> if we were to say, double standards only work or only okay when it's you can us. punch up. You cannot punch down. Okay, objectively, it's not right. That's why when you make fun of like someone like i don't know donald trump it's okay because you're punching up he's a millionaire and he's a piece of shit but if you start making fun of jim um, on the corner that's rude because you're punching down right think about it in small town town terms you know that makes sense actually it makes a lot of sense always punch up and eat the rich and yeah. make fun of men and that's how i live my life <laughs> And those are my three mantras every day. So <laughs> I look in the mirror every day and say <laughs> I have it written on my mirror in Expo. Make fun of men. <laughs> Tallies underneath. <laughs> Kill count. Days, days without making fun of men. Zero. <laughs> Kill count. How many men I made fun of that day at the end of the night? <laughs> Pushing on 15 today. Headshot, headshot, headshot. I, that's that's so a funny. big thing with me. It's like I know deep down... I love women so much more because I will walk throughout a store. <laughs> every woman in there has something about them that I'm like, she's fucking hot. Yeah, she's fucking beautiful. pulling. She's got rest. <laughs> and I see a man and I'm like, eh. you sick little fuck. <laughs> you fucking pervert. You, you sick little pervert. You passed me in the aisle. <gasps> you scared me. I'm like, what? I'm like, there's a man. I'm, in, I'm intimidated right I'm now. I'm like, there's a man in the bread section. I'm like, well, did they do anything? <laughs> no, he just has to be in it. <laughs> He's just walking around menacing me. <laughs> you never know when he'll strike. No, but it's true. It li- no, genuinely. Nowhere not. is safe if there's a man right. involved. Or if I'm in like a restaurant or a Walmart and a funny looking white dude walks in, I'm like, oh God. I hope in a thousand years we're a case study when men have evolved to be good humans where they say, look you at think how women possible? used to feel about men. Look at when you guys sucked and this is how women used to feel about men. I think that in the next few generations, men will be better. I do because I think that they're being raised by women who are attempting. <laughs> might not work because it might be bred into their fucking DNA. <laughs> but they're attempting to raise very emotionally intelligent, sensitive men. And I see it in my nephew. I see it in a lot of my friends' children. They're really raising their men the way that 20 years ago we would have wa- raised a girl. Because yeah. inherently men are t- in this today's culture that we were raised in are told to be brutal like tough well like, that's cry. that's why it kills me when people always say boys are easier boys aren't just easier you they're just actually harder they're harder you just don't 
you just emotionally neglect them easier. The you know, you can I tell them, you harder. can tell them, stop crying, like, whatever, like. I think that men are harder to raise because they're predispositioned by society to be brutal, tough, and misogynistic. They're predisposed Disposed, to that. yeah. So you have to untrain behavior yeah. that you've even learned. Because Whereas women girls, are, like, born with empathy, damn near, I feel like. We're damn near born with empathy, but we're also taught to be loving Pet them nice, pet them nice, do your pretties, like very gentle. Yeah. And so it's reinstilled in us. Stuff we're gentle. I won't say it's easy to raise a woman in today's society because it's one in three, baby. Like we are really out here trying to survive. Right. But I think that with men, they're predisposed into untrained behavior is much mm-hmm. harder than to train behavior. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that this generation can be like, men sucked in my generation. Let's raise sweet, gentle men that paint their nails and color their hair because that's the type of men I love. Yep, and wear little dangly earrings and, and wear their little have their little earrings. nose pierce and stuff. And wear their hoodies with their like little cuffed jeans and their little converse with their high socks. Mm. Like oh my god, and, like some leg warmers. J- Jared Giddy, basically, just scrimp that all together. And a crop top. I love a man in a crop top. Dom from Perfect wish, Match. Have you watched I, it? No. I wish that I could style my boyfriend right now. I wish he would not like that. My man does under- not want to be styled. Like, even like the underwear I buy him is very feminine. And he's always like, I love a tiny whitey. He goes, I was very embarrassed at work today because I felt like people could see my pink underwear, my pink Savage Fenty boxers. <laughs> That's kind of a fucking flex. But it is, though. It's pink Savage Fenty bo- boxers. Like, somebody sees the waistband, and what about it? My bitch bought them for I me. Like she a little, I'm sexy. I like a little tidy whitey. I like when they wear tighter underwear. Yeah. Don't show up in those baggy, old, no. nasty. Boxer briefs. Hands, right? Boxer briefs. Boxer, no, briefs are cute. Briefs are tight. They're suction. They have like a little. Yeah, that's, you're right. But the boxers, the ones that just bag and hang. And they're, and they're plaid. Like, they're always plaid. Yeah, and they're, the and they're red, green, and they blue, smell, and gray. And they smell like shit. And they have holes in the ass. <laughs> always holes in the ass. Always holes in the ass. I love a little boxer brief. Yeah, I think something about it is like, mm, your butt's plaid. Well, yeah. <laughs> and why do boys always, like, why does the boy in the relationship always have a bigger butt than the, the better girl? better butt. And why are y'all so, so, like, mean and, like, cruel when y'all have that big old booty at the back of you? <laughs> like you're how just throwing that bussy in my face <laughs> and, I'm just, how can you be and i'm just so, supposed to sit here how can you be so terrible with such a juicy fat booty <laughs> if i had that ass i would not be acting i would like be that. thrilled that'd be so nice <laughs> i'm like oh, no nah, i have an attitude how can you be so rude with that juicy fine ass <laughs> i'm gonna start saying that to pussy. take a bite out of that butt when people are mean to me i'm just be like how can you be so rude when you have such a nice ass <laughs> just kill him with kindness <laughs> I just think you mean girls. You turn around like that was the flattest fucking ass I've ever seen. <laughs> Kill him with Kai. And you know, men get so confused by that. They'd be like, oh, the I fuck you talking about stupid bitch. I'm a Thank big. you. They'd be like thinking that that's gay. They'd be like, oh, I'm not gay, dude. My butt's not big. Oh my God. Can I share? No the- homo, dude. My butt isn't even plump, bro. <laughs> bro, why would you say that about my butt? <laughs> it's not even a wagon, bro. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, baby, that shit is sitting like a shelf, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing bragging all that is around? Oh, God. Funny. Can I actually, you know they'd be so offended. Can I actually share a little bit of a relationship advice yes. with a man? Like, having a man? So, if you were... This is specifically for men. Like, if you are a person entering a relationship with a cis man. One of the first things that you need to cross off your list is showering together. Not sexually. I want you to watch... How he cleans his body. Does he clean his ass? Does he get like under everything? Does he get in the crevices? Does he get his belly button, his feet? You need to see how this man cleans himself so that you don't jump into a relationship with a man who you find out 
doesn't wash his ass or doesn't really wash his dick correctly. Like me and my Why boyfriend were frequent t- ass washers. My boyfriend washes his ass every typically, time as he fucking should. Typically, I've noticed in past men are not on top of the ass wash. No, that is the first thing I do once I get in the shower. Get all those crumblies out, baby. And let's talk about it. You know, you have them. a little bit of crumbly from the toilet paper. If you have Charmin, you know what I'm talking about. Word up. Mm-hmm. Especially God, baby. back there. When you have a little bit of Charmin stuck, long the first thing you do. Even care. <laughs> or little hairs in there. Yeah. When you get like a little long piece of hair and it feels so good to take out. Yeah. You got to take that out immediately. As soon as <laughs> well, as soon as you get in the shower, slide like a credit card, right? Soap. Little rag action. Get you a, a rag. rag is even better. Extra bonus points. <laughs> we'll actually make you a bonus if you're a boy watching this and you're thinking to yourself, send me a video of you washing your ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. In Roblox. In Roblox. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> no, but uh, the alleged ass washing video. Think to yourself, do I truly wash my ass or am I half assing it? <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. So to speak. One might say. Praise God, baby. Like, what is wrong with straight men thinking everything is gay? Like, everything know. feels gay to them. Washing your ass. I'm sorry. Washing your. No one asked you to penetrate it. No one asked no, you to No, extra points, it. though, if you fit a little bit of a finger up there. But if you can out. clean it out, a little enema action. I think that would be hot to me. That's the thing I don't think men realize. When you're a little bit feminine, women think you're hotter. Yeah, especially if you're really, like, big on self-care, yes. like, clean. But the thing about men that I think is so funny is they always think that they're catering to the female gaze, but they're not. Never. They're always catering to the male they gaze. They want their other men like, to be like... Like, going to the gym and, like, getting huge. Like, I'm sure some women like that. But 90% of women, like, the same thing they talk about... It's like, weird that I actually like that. That's so weird I'm, I, But I always grew up with body dysmorphia, thought I was huge, and, like, have always felt this, like, I can't be with someone who can't physically overpower me. So in my eyes, a skinny man is incapable of overpowering me. So it has something to do with like my, my own self I like my men like stick thin. <laughs> I've been there, done oh, that. I just screamed into the mic. That's okay. I think that I've been there, done that. I've done skinnier men. I just start to feel. I don't like. I feel like I strong. intimidate them. No, because my ex that was a little bit too strong, he's whoopee. I so. I don't like. I, men. I, I don't like men that physically intimidate me. Like a bodybuilder, I feel like they. You gotta fight. It's really the hard. poses are icky though. It's it really gives me the hard. ick to see it. It does do give the me thing. the ick. Like, do the little it's like you shit yourself in that picture. Don't lie. Yeah, you just did. A you pooped You're a little. You're definitely clenching your ass. You right definitely now. farted. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking know you farted. Did you too when you made that pose? <laughs> I think that men don't realize that when you're like. But here's the thing. I also like like an androgynous feminine well, man. I feel like it's a perfect example. A the perfect example is when they made Criminal Minds. They wanted Derek Morgan to be like who women were like after. But everybody's like, give me Spencer Reed. Yes, like where say. is Matthew Gray Goobler at? Like. Say. Nobody's checking for fucking Shamar Moore. He just had a baby, though, by the way. Do you so know shout out him. My type 2T, and I have a, I have several. Uh, I'm a whore. I love so I just love people, I think. But there has to be, like, this sense of femininity in a man for me to be attracted. And me you too. see that, like, with who I'm with now. Like, there's yeah. this sense of femininity. I feel like when people hear, like, a feminine man, they think, like, gay or, like, weak. Uh-uh. But that's not what I mean. Like, no, I it's an know. energy. It's like uh, a yeah. cat-like energy. It's like she's, uh, she... It's like See? a feline energy. Right. It's like um like it's just like a gentle, like, like comforting, type, warm yeah. energy that you can only really get from a woman. The type to smooch a small dog or pet a cute cat. 
Yeah. To paint their nails with clear coat, maybe get crazy and do black. Right. Or even get crazy and do pink. I don't give a fuck. Just, like, take care of yourself. And I really mm-hmm. like when a man is, like, very comfortable in that. And, like, almost if it's questioned, it's, what is wrong with you for questioning? Like, I like a man that can do it, stand in it, and then be like, it's kind of weird that you're even questioning that I do that. Because, like, it's yeah. weird that you don't do that. I love that. Yeah. But, yeah, I just love a man that's comfortable in their sexuality. Comfortable being, like, a little androgynous. I've said that word seven times. It's I love a man who can also admit when, like, another man is attractive. Yes. When they can just be like, that's a good looking guy. Everyone makes fun of men for having men crushes. I actually think that's a green flag. Very much so. And since we're talking about green flags, <laughs> that was such a corny segue into our next segment. But we do want to do a red flag segment. Um, the one I want to talk about today is one that I feel like every girl has gone through, but I don't know if they know <laughs> they've gone yes. through it. And if you feel like this might apply to you, it does. It does. Yeah, it might. So one thing that I'll say my ex used to do, and this is who really like put me onto <laughs> this red flag. He would talk about a random girl from our city, mm-hmm. completely unprovoked, mm-hmm. and be like, oh, do you know this girl? And you'd usually say no, because they, they they're not stupid. They're going to do their research and see. But do you know this girl? Whatever you say no. Oh, my God, because she's just so ugly. She's and she's so such tapped. a whore, bro. And she's so ran through. Like, completely unprovoked from you. Like, it's one thing if you guys have, like, a girl you talk about together. Like, that's fine, I yeah. guess. But, like, if he comes to you with a girl, yep. and he wants to fuck to her and has anything, only negative things to say, I might say. Yes. I should say. He either wants to fuck her or, has. or has fucked her and is still obsessed uh-huh. with her. And that is going to be true every single I time would say every single time every single that's a hundred percent anytime a man as soon as they ever, do that you got to look through that phone baby anytime a man has ever said she has no respect for herself she's so ugly or you oh, want to have she, sex with her she got her ass done it's so bad it's like oh you probably think that's the best you BBL like you've it. ever seen you like it actually. you were actually googling her doctor because you might want one because you felt like the last time you, saw you Emily, actually probably she didn't offered tell you her pay. You probably actually offered to pay. You probably did pay. Yeah, for the BBL. Literally. Actually, because you're broke. (laughs) But um, literally, though, like, if they, that's one. If they come to you unprovoked. Another one I want to talk about, though, too, and this one I feel like is the most obvious, but the way somebody handles their cell phone is a dead fucking I am guilty. giveaway i am guilty is charged here baby why well, when i was a cheater i used to do that too well, not on my thing. current boyfriend i guilty is charged not because i cheat right mm-hmm. but i do be talking a little bit of junk and like if i'm upset i might text my this is actually past i don't do that now because <laughs> things happen where i actually don't let people in on the things going on in my relationship right but i would except be for like, me because i'm so not judgmental <laughs> I tell Tegan everything. True. Tell her actually too much probs. That's okay. I I'd like, be like it. Yeah, I have a hemorrhoid. I like it because I don't today. like when I have friends that don't share enough with me. No, I like to be like old. That sharing. irritates me. I love to overshare. Like if you're texting somebody in front of me, I want you to tell me who me it is. Me too. Like literally. I used to go through my friend's phones. I know you did. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. I you, know you did. Well, it was funny. I would search my name. Yeah, I know. You told me one time. You like said that. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, that, that is so fucking crazy. But then I was like, I don't talk shit about her i did it to my friend shout out aldiana did it to my friend aldiana and she um was talking a little bit of junk about me but we were also in high school so it is what it is and i was probably doing the same somewhere down the line my thing was just like with some of my friends there are friends that 
they'll let you know. Like, I vent about you or I vented about you. And that mm-hmm. was how I felt at the time. I don't feel anyone owes you that now. As an adult, I don't mm-hmm. feel anyone owes you saying I vented about you. The other day. Like, that's so odd. Don't even, what I don't know can't hurt me. And people are going to get and frustrated. And as long as you didn't you. violate me. Like, yeah, like. Don't Obviously, call me I fr- ugly. I'm sure I annoy people all the time. Like, bro, like, whatever. Yeah. I'm so glad that we were able to come back and be friends, though. Yes. Like, I value this No, because our friendship was really real. Like, yeah, it really and I really value our friendship so much. So, like, I'm just so happy we were able to, like, come and back. I had and friends, do something so cool at that. Like, fun. Like, do something we're both interested in that we're not uh-huh. only friends because of past. We're friends because we have common interests. And yes. that's cool. Yes. But I had a lot of friends that, like, I truly, I look back at and I didn't like at all. I didn't like them as people at all Mm-mm. but i was trapped in loving them and right. growing up and that'll with them. do it yeah and i think so i had a follower on here tell me something they wanted us to talk about briefly was losing friends and mm-hmm. i like obviously Oof, I've ex- that one hurts i've experienced it quite a bit um, that shit hurts bro i have always been the type of person to prioritize friends that have lasted years right like i've Oh, yeah, All yeah, my yeah. friends have been decades long. I mean, Tegan mm-hmm. at this point are like 12 years in, like 10, 11 <laughs> years in. Yeah. But like all of my friends have always been like that. So I always prioritize those friendships because I think they hold more value. But I had to learn this year that friendships that are long lasting don't always hold more value than no newer no. friendships. Because sometimes you guys have just fallen into a pattern together. Uh-huh. And you overstep boundaries a lot. Yeah. Um, I actually, me and my like best friend since before anybody really – um, fell out like a year and a half ago. Oh, probably, probably two years now because it was, or almost two years now because it was just before the birth of my daughter. But, um, and that shit really felt like she, it felt like she died. Like yeah. it literally felt like a piece of me died. And that's probably not what you want to hear. Um, but all but I can really, but grief. all I can really tell you is that it is grief. It is real. Um you are allowed to be sad about it. It's not stupid because it wasn't a romantic relationship to not no. be sad. You should be sad. If anything, um, you'll be more sad. And I'm not even going to sugarcoat that. Like, Yeah, you'll be more sad because you don't hold a back boyfriend, with friends. A boyfriend, you almost, or even a girlfriend, you you expect them to maybe do you dirty in yes. some way. But a friend that you've chosen for so long, you would just never expect it. So, like, it always hurts more, especially, like, if you have to cut them off. Like, it hurts like a breakup like it really hurts even like you said worse than a yeah. breakup honestly well with um, friends you don't go into it with any suspicion you don't go into it with no. any su- suspicion of they could do this to me they could do this to me like, they can't hey, cheat on me so what would they do <laughs> but uh, as bitch. i have been taught they definitely can make you they feel do, like they did <laughs> yeah really though um but i i definitely feel like it's different case by case right like if you were the reason the friendship ended and you're feeling guilt over that I'm sorry. I got no advice for you. <laughs> I'm never the problem. No, I've been the problem before. And really what yeah. you have to do is forgive yourself and move on. And they're going to hate you for life. If they hate for life, they hate for life. If they don't hate you for life, good. You got a good one. And maybe you guys can reconnect and figure it out. But, well, but that's the thing about me is I'm not going to hate you for life. I'm no. not putting that much energy into you. But while you just said you guys might reconnect or whatever, me and the same friend, we had reconnected after like a year of not being friends. I was saying that we did rekindle it. And I feel like it would have saved me the heartbreak a couple years later if I had just let it be where it was and just let it be where it's at. Because honestly, then I look back and I was like, wow, I actually did cut her off for kind of a valid reason. Yeah. Um, I should have just stayed in that instead of breaking my own heart down the road and wishing that she would have been different when it just wasn't the case there are a lot of friend red flags too that i don't think people talk about as much because you don't think about it i like a lot of people like to deny the heartbreak that they feel with friends because of the ego that you have when you lose Mm -hmm. a friend but the truth is 
if you're angry at them, you're sad. Um, you're like it's a secondary emotion. Yeah. You're sad. So the biggest. Yeah, I spent thing, a lot of time being very angry. Yeah, and I did too. And I and I have talked about my situation with the friends that I've lost. I've lost more than two friends, but the recent was two friends that I was friends with for well over a decade, and they did me dirty. Like not just like, they talked about me, but they did do that. And more, but th- there was red flags along the way that I should have addressed and realized so much sooner. Mm-hmm. So if you can, when you're with someone, if you can think when you go home, are you exhausted? Do you feel socially drained? Not just normal anxiety, socially drained. Cause I do that with just about anyone. Like I'll feel like oh, I need to sleep except you, except you and my man and my mom. Don't make yeah. me feel it. I'm not really an energy sucker. I feel no. like I'm an energy giver. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm like laughing at our jokes even after you leave. Like, yeah, I'm not like oh, I had a fake laugh the whole time. Like I have a few people. <laughs> no, literally, <laughs> no, literally, it's like when they come over, it's like oh, now I have to fake laugh for an hour. Yeah, and that's why I always cut off the time I spend with people. But with you, it's like I don't just like not show up. I always I really up. honestly don't even feel the time when we're together, no. which is crazy because I'm literally away from my child right now. <laughs> like, but I like, know about going to Emmys, <laughs> <laughs> right? But like, it literally doesn't even feel like that long. But I, I feel like, um. If you can, if you notice in yourself when you're gone with a friend and then you leave, you feel exhausted or when you're with them, you feel insecure, you feel icky, you feel like you overshared, you feel like they asked you to overshare, they cross boundaries of yours. That's another thing. That's not a good friend. People who try to pull too much out of you. Yeah. Like, what do you need all that information for? If I'm not comfortable telling you, like, don't ask. But there's also a happy medium because that was another issue that I had with the same friend is I would always ask her, like, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong? And she never wanted to tell me. So obviously I'm going to stop asking you. But then when it came time for our friendship to end, she wanted to pull the, well, you never want to know what's wrong with me. Like, you never ask how I am. I have been for the past seven years. You don't say You just don't answer me. So why am I going to keep asking you? So I feel like there's a, everything is balanced. You have to find the right balance of vulnerability and you know keeping to yourself i feel like with all your friends yeah. i mean you don't have to tell your friends every single thing me and emily do tell each other pretty much everything but yeah. i don't know i feel like you can have friends like that too you can, you can but you just that. have to be able to recognize who you can be like that with, yeah I guess. know the dynamic of each friendship you have because they're yeah. not always they're, be yeah the they're not all the same and i feel like that's where like especially when you start getting into those groups of three oh it's because you know, you all seem like you have the same friendship together, but you don't. You do not. Each person has a different friendship with a different person, and one person's going to get cut off of that. Like, somebody's going to get a cu- gonna get cut you. out every time, or you guys are all just going to split up as a friend group. I had a two, a three-friend group. <clears throat> it was me and these two other girls, and one girl did me extremely dirty and then told the other girl that she did me extremely dirty, thinking that they were closer than me and this girl were because me and her were really close. And then, turns out, she was a little bit more loyal and was like, actually, I'm going to tell Emily that you did that if you don't tell her yourself. So she cut her off and then I cut her off. And then so for some weird this- reason, the one who knew about it just never spoke to me again. And that felt like a betrayal in and of itself because you knew what I went through and you weren't around like that's messed up. So to yeah. deal with betrayal of friendships, you really have to let yourself feel it. And that's my yeah. biggest advice. Let yeah, you have to it. let yourself feel it and you have to understand that people come and go in life. Like, I know that sounds, like, kind of cliche and stupid. Yeah. But it's a hard reality. People really do come and go in life. And you hear it, and you're like, yeah, I get it. But you don't get it till you get it. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, you do have to keep telling yourself, like, you know, people come and go. They just do. Like, And it's just a part of life, baby. Amen. Especially if you've been friends with people since high school. Because after your high school, obviously, you 
come into your own lives and sometimes people's lives don't mesh or other people just that was have kids become unrelatable you just you know you just break apart and that's fine it's just the way you go about stuff i feel like has a lot to do with somebody's like your character it's a big thing like Like, it was hard we were in high school we had so much in common right like mm -hmm. me and these two girls and then we got out we all went separate ways like one went into a sorority which that whole dynamic makes you (laughs) makes you a different person like let's be real like it changes you as a person and some for the good, some for the not so good. But and then like some of us like me, I ended up homeless and I was dealing with like growing up really fucking fast. Yeah. And then another person sheltered everything handed to her in hair school, doing whatever she was doing. Mm-hmm. And so we were and living sucking at it. Su- absolutely frying her mm-hmm. friend's hair off. <laughs> um, but like just learning that you guys are literally you walked the same path and now you're not. And now yeah. you guys are walking different paths completely. Well, and I think that I oh, I think I said this on the last episode. I hope I don't do that too much. But you like, for example, for me, like I had a kid and I feel like my friend that oh, we're not friends anymore. She didn't really agree with that decision for me. But it's like, like who are it's, you? it's me who has to go through it. And I feel like she just I don't know. I feel like a lot of times friendship ends because you almost become like you're in a relationship. Yeah, like it almost becomes a mechanic. Um, yeah, and you just don't. Like you're not, they're not your kid. They're not your partner. They're not any of that. They're just your friend. And I feel like I've been on both sides of that. Where I felt yeah. like I had too much control over somebody. And I've also been on the side where I felt like people have too much control over me. Yeah, I've been on both sides. But I do feel like I always end up trapped in the feeling of feeling like people think they have more control over me. Mm-hmm. And I think that that ties into me being a really big people pleaser like and i oh, completely changed in that regard like i think i've really become this year i think i've grown into this version of myself and i think everyone goes through this moment where they just prioritize themselves and they mm-hmm. like learn so much about what their character flaws are and just address them not even fully though like you just snap out of it like i feel like this <laughs> yeah. year i just snapped out of my people pleasing like i used to do this thing where if someone talked about someone around me i would feel like guilty cutting them off and being like don't talk about that with me yeah and now i'm just like shut the fuck up like i really don't want to hear it yeah like, it's, that's my friend like i don't care it's that free pre also, prefrontal cortex loading baby yeah. and i also just like won't hang around other people right now because besides you because i just feel comfortable with you yeah like i just don't feel like i want other people you're a combination of the five people you spend the most time with right mm-hmm. i don't want anyone to be my one fifth like yeah. i want me to be my full fifth of fifth yeah my full yeah. five yeah like, i want to be the person that i want to be like well and fully. i think that's funny too because like um you know some of the feedback i got from the podcast that we sound like really similar like we're very similar which we are just similar people but yeah it's nice that we can be similar but separate yeah like, if I don't agree with her, I'm not just going to be like, oh, yeah, Emily. Yes. Yes, keep going. You I'm killed a small child? Good. I'm going to tell her that was fucking <laughs> yeah. wrong. And I would expect her to do the same for me. Exactly. And I would appreciate for her to do the same for me. So I feel like friendships, man, it's hard to give one solid piece of advice. No, it's Because hard. there's, it's so much nuance and so much that's going on behind the scenes. And, you know, you really have to know yourself before you can be a good friend and have good friends and understand boundaries and understand nuances in friendship time spent isn't a friendship like Mm -mm. you can really have a great friend that you meet a day ago truly like these people that you know for years can suck balls so 
Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so today we are going to do the trying to say the same word at the same time challenge. Um, so we're just going to do like one, two, three and just try to connect. Say the same word. And say the same word. Okay. Ready? Okay. Wait. No, I'm not. Hold Me. On. Okay. Me. <laughs> Me. <laughs> okay, ready? One, one, two, three. Four. What did you say? Four. <laughs> okay. All right. One, All right. One, two, two three. Rap. Oh, I was going to say Piggly Wiggly. Okay, ready? Soda and boar. Because it's like a... All right. We're going to get into that. rat and rat. Piggly Wiggly? <laughs> okay. Um, one, one, two, three. Towel. I was going to say sticky lips. I feel like <laughs> you're on... <laughs> because you're trying to take the two words and use those as clues to get to the same word. Oh. Oh, I don't think I explained it good enough. <laughs> but, like, so if you said boar and I said soda, I thought Piggly Wiggly because that's... A piggy a, soda. A food, a food yeah. chain, but like soda has in its I've called. never been to a Piggly Wiggly, but I always hear about them on couponing shows. Right. So that's why I'm like, so let's, let's try again. Let's try again. Okay. All right. One, One two, two, three. Light. I okay. didn't have a word in <laughs> That's the hardest part of this game. Okay. okay Thinking we'll of words. We'll, we'll try again. Ready? Cool. You can have your word before I count down. <laughs> Get your word. <laughs> Get your fucking word together. Okay, one. You go. Two, three. Dog. Zucchini. This one's easy. But you call my dog zucchini. I, I know. That's why the next one would be one, two, three, pepper. One, two, three, pepper. pepper. <laughs> Cheating. Uh, but I think Emily's getting the hang of it now. <laughs> that was round one. Um, <laughs> to the same word. Oh, my goodness. Maybe that was a bad one. Sorry for my nasty Maybe thoughts. we just sucked at that. Maybe we no, sucked got, but we got to the same word. That's what I'm saying. So, okay, let's try again because now you understand the, the rules. <laughs> okay. Okay, one, one two, two, three, three dress. Door. door and dress. I think we can do this in two seconds. I hope so. One, one two, two, three, three dressing room. Oh, fuck. Why am I an idiot? Closet is the way better answer. One, two, three, three. dresser. I didn't say anything. <laughs> okay, maybe this game sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna try oh it one more God. time i just wanted to give it a try we're gonna try it one more time one, one two, two three, three hat. brush brush and hat if you don't fucking say okay one, one two, two three, three hair. hair okay all right cool we played the game Praise that's God, all baby we played the game okay guys well that is our last episode or what sorry <laughs> it's the last episode ever actually guys <laughs> we we're gonna quit, quit after today okay guys that is the end of the episode if you guys loved it leave it a like leave it a little you know a little bit of love definitely. and check it out we have the video version on youtube this week it should definitely be uploaded <laughs> stroke it should definitely be uploaded on the same exact day as the audio but we have yeah. the audio on every platform you can find it everywhere on wednesday thursdays oh on shit i don't know anything about this podcast <laughs> she's just on thursdays um she's I'm like i do- just show up and look good <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm um, just kidding i also want to do a little plug for us. Make sure you follow her um, Imaza on TikTok, Imaza Makeup on Instagram. Peanut G, G, oh wait, Peanut G Podcast on Instagram is also our Instagram for the podcast. <laughs> and all my socials are Tegan Rose C. So please follow me because I only have not as many followers as Emily and I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> she wants to fucking beat my ass over it. No, but yeah, follow us. Follow the podcast. Check it out everywhere you stream. Check it out on YouTube. And we love you so much. Right. Have fun cracking. We love you. Bye. Have fun cracking is kind of cute. That is kind of fun. Dude, I didn't get, get it cracking. Get cracked. I love crack. <laughs> <laughs>